Here we is. Here he is. Hey, Aaron. I'm here. You're here. How was? How are your? I was gonna say, how are your holidays? It's. I feel weird saying holidays because holidays to me should <laughs> like be. Christmas was like amazing. Christmas. Thanks for asking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so how is better yet? How was your summer vacation? Oh, it was. Uh, like they say, parenting kids in a different place. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds accurate. Hundred percent accurate. It's exactly what I went through. But funny thing is, we were kind of we we almost crossed paths. I know that would have been awesome because. Yeah, well, like, I think, I'm trying to think if it was, if I was, I think it was the day I was flying out. I was like, hey, you want to pick me up at the airport in Vancouver? And you're like, oh, we already left. We just left. Yeah, that would have been sweet. Oh, well. Yeah, so here's the crazy bit about that is so, because you were so rude and couldn't pick me up, (laughs) um, (laughs) that day I took, so I drove my family out to Abbotsford. So of course I'm in Edmonton. You're you're in Regina. For those of you who are like, where's this? We're in Canada. Um, but I, I drove my family out to Abbotsford. So that's roughly 12 hours wow. overnight. And then I hopped on a plane. So we left Saturday night, got to Abbotsford Sunday morning at like 6:30 in the morning or whatever. I got on a plane an hour or so later, flew home, and then later in the week I flew back. But so when I flew back, I uh, it was great because I took a plane. And then I hopped on a train from the airport in Vancouver to get to downtown Vancouver. I then hopped on a bus and then I hopped on a boat to get to Vancouver Island. So I did it all. I did it all. I took, yeah, I'm trying to think if there's any form of transportation that I didn't actually take. Did you ride uh, a bike or a scooter? There you go. I did not ride a bike or a scooter. So I guess I failed. (laughs) That's pretty good. Four out of five. yeah, there you go. But you went down to Oregon, right? Like after Vancouver? Yeah, yeah, we went down to Portland and then made our way up to Montana for a week for a family camp. Oh, sweet. So yeah, overall it was sweet. it was really good. Lots of good So what'd you do when you're what'd you do when you're in Portland? Uh we were staying with some friends there. So we went into Portland one day and checked out uh like they have I think North America's biggest like arts arts and crafts kind of outdoor sale or whatever. So they have this huge okay. market downtown and yeah, just walked around and ate some food and yeah, it was it was really different down there. Like you're walking downtown and it's totally normal and then there's tents set up with people living on the sidewalk and yeah, just really interesting kind of how their homeless population is set up. I just never seen where you can just set up on a street yeah. like have a tarp tied to a tree yeah. on the sidewalk and so we were walking for <laughs> a bit, and I was there. like, oh, I wonder if we're kind of getting into uh, territory that we should uh, get out of. <laughs> like, were you were you there with like with your kids? Yeah, too, yeah, around? with my wife and kids. Yeah. So, yeah, they're like, eh, yeah, all right, yeah. yeah overall, it was but sweet, I was... and I actually got to meet uh, one of my favorite artists there, uh, a guy named Scott okay. Erickson. He does like faith based uh, kind right. of iconic symbolism or whatever. And, uh, so I, I sent him like four or five messages and he basically said like, I'm unavailable and I wasn't willing to take no for an answer. So I just kept bugging him (laughs) and I'm glad I did because I ended up being really, really cool interaction and got to buy some art prints from him. So that was definitely a highlight of the trip. 
Sweet. No, that's awesome. That's awesome. I didn't do anything nearly as exciting on my trip. I just spent a lot of time on the beach, basically. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, <laughs> yeah, went to Vancouver Island and pretty much, I think we averaged a beach a day. There were some days where we didn't go to a beach, but then there were some days where we went to multiple. Okay. So, you know. And why did you the go there? Was nice. Like, you know people there? Uh, yeah, that's where like my, all, like my wife's family is all uh, okay. on Vancouver nice. Island. Yeah, so we go out there pretty much every summer. Next summer, though, I think we're actually going to drive to Nova Scotia. Oh, wow. Uh, so across the country. Yeah, I, I I'm, think I might be a little bit crazy to pack my family in a van and try and drive that far. But, hey, you know what? I have the, I'll be able to take the whole summer off, so uh, we got to do it sometime. When am I going to be able to do yeah. that again, right? So, uh, But, you know, summer vacations and driving around and all that stuff, that means there was a lot of music being listened to. That is to. true. That's my favorite part. Uh, so, yeah, I figured, uh, I don't know how we'll do this, because some of it will obviously double up uh, with stuff we were listening to, but I'm sure we had some some different things. Most of it will be fairly new within at least whether it was released while, you know, we were both away or if it was released, uh, you know, within because there was a few things I was listening to that actually I was like, oh, that was actually released a few months ago, and I just missed yeah. it. But... um yeah, so what was some what what were you listening to? Uh what were some of the stuff you were listening to on your road trip? Well, one of the top ones was the new album by Good Riddance, Thoughts and Prayers. Sure. You know, a classic punk band I've been listening to for you know twenty years. And yeah, I, I had high expectations as I do for all their albums and it, it did not disappoint. It I found myself yeah. just kinda hooked on it from the first listen and and uh, there's not a whole lot of albums that I'll find myself going back to and listening all the way through, you know, a short amount of time. Mm. And that one, on that trip, I probably got at least five times listening through. I mean, it's a yeah. fairly short album, half hour. So, you know, rips yeah, yeah. through pr- pretty quick. But, yeah, just I just love the consistency of them. And they don't have any, you know, experimental records or or whatnot. Right. You know yeah. you know what to expect. They're, and I like that. Yeah. They're a good example of a band when, uh, you know, when people are like, oh, I wish this band was still, you know, like they were back in the day. Uh, whereas, like, Good Riddance, it's like, I mean, they've they've maintained that, right? Yeah. Like, uh, much in the same way of, like, Mill and Colin or Face to Face or whatever, just some bands that um, kind of just maintained a pretty straightforward sound. Like, Mill and Colin made some minor changes from their, like, very first stuff where yeah. they incorporated a little bit of ska. But um, other than that, it's been, you know, Mill and Colin skate punk since forever but yeah that that good riddance record that was the first good riddance album i've listened to in quite some time like as far as like a new album is concerned because like the last thing i would have listened to would have been i mean outside of the odd sort of oh i should see what they're up to but like a an in-depth listen was still like symptoms of a leveling Ooh. spirit which is going yeah, way back i think that's 2001 yeah. yeah i think i was still in high school when it came out um but this record I actually I found myself really enjoying it quite a bit. Uh, you're right; it's very consistent. It's very much good riddance. You know what you're getting. The only thing I didn't like and didn't necessarily understand, and this is probably just like whatever, but like the Spanish song, I was kind of like ah. Uh, when I, I like I love singing along, and so when I have no idea what's yeah. being said, I'm like I just feel it. Just <laughs> you know, I feel like when you hear a song and you you know, like misheard lyrics sort of thing. It's like, well, this is what I'm getting, except I know 110%. I have no idea what they're saying. Yeah, actually, I listened to a podcast, uh, Lead Singer Syndrome podcast on that trip that had uh, that interviewed the singer of Good Riddance. And so he explained mm-hmm. that song, and I can't remember what it was. 
Um, but he's got some <laughs> kind of affiliation or heritage with Spanish right. language. Um, yeah. Yeah, and actually a cool fact about that album is the singer wrote that whole album, which I, I didn't oh. realize uh, he was musical in that sense, but yeah, right. he wrote that whole thing. That's cool. Yeah, no, it's definitely uh, definitely a good a good little listen. I uh, went through it. I, it's funny that you said you went through it five times. I'm like, I probably listened to it at least that many times. Yeah, maybe it was more. Um, I mean, I've listened to it lots Yeah, it since, is so but, short, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, probably... I was going to say like an album that I listened to quite a bit on this trip. Um, well, I'm, I'm trying to just, I'm trying to decide if I want to go with like the kind of like the surprise albums, like ones where I was like, Whoa, what was this? Or something I was, I'll go with something I was anticipating a release for. Uh, and that's beautiful life by junior. Yes. Uh, which of course, like Matt, um, Oh, we're this far into the podcast, and I haven't even said the name of the podcast. Hey, welcome to Growing Up Punk, a podcast about growing up listening to punk rock, except now we're all grown up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, but yeah, that, that, that uh, obviously interviewing Matt and kind of getting uh, a bit of um, like a, a tee up, I guess you could say, for the album and talking to him and, and what went into it. Uh, for the most part, when I think about that record, I'm like, I actually really like it. There's a couple songs on there where I'm like, ah. Uh, you know, like, and they, they're the obvious ones as to the ones I don't like. They're the ones that kind of sound a little more like Queen, which is funny because in the interview he talked about yeah. how, you know, the Queen played an influence, which is fine. Like, Queen is obviously an iconic band for a reason. Uh, but I just kind of like, when I hear it, I just kind of go, I don't, I just don't know if you pulled it off sort of deal or if it fits, right? Yeah. Um, like the song Baby Blue is like the one that's in the middle of the album that kind of has that Queen piano big sort of sound to it. And I actually, once it kicks in, I kind of like it. There's kind of sort of um, like a bit of like a, a dueling melody, sort of like a counter melody that goes on uh, that I kind of like. But then Beautiful Life, the like the title track, I think it's called Beautiful yeah. Life. He says it anyways in the song over and over again. But um, I didn't check title, title tracks. But... On that one, I kind of go, ah, because then when it comes in, it's just like yeah, this kind of, yeah, well, and it's like this, you know, it sticks with the queen sort of vibe, but it's, it's queen without being queen, if yeah. that makes sense. You know what I mean? Like, um, but the rest of the record, I actually really like quite a bit. Uh, I like that they, you know, like they, they mix up kind of like their pop punk influences a little bit. There's some that are more straight up, um, you know, pop punk, there's some that are a little more heavier, like a little more riff oriented. And then there's even one song on there that's just like a straight up like punk rock song, uh, which is called PYD, mm. which on the vinyl, it starts side two. But I think what I love about that song is it's actually all about wrestling. Oh, right <laughs> up your alley. Sweet. Yeah, well, because right. like, yeah, cause got... again, yeah, yeah, the bass player is like a wrestler, oh, but so like that. that song, I was like, oh, that's funny. He just makes all these different references or whatever. I was like, eh, I get it, I get it. And plus, it's like a fast punk song with some screaming in it too. So I'm like, I'm down. But all in all, outside of kind of like the two sort of songs where I'm like, eh, I, I really actually like the record quite a bit. Um, did you get a chance? I know you got a chance to listen to it, but. Um, did you have any thoughts? Yeah. On it? Yeah. I listened through it twice all the way through and, uh, yeah. yeah, it, it definitely caught me off guard just kind of based off their last album. I wasn't expecting right. like the first song, you know, not that it's that heavy, but a bit heavier. And, uh, yeah. and then based off of the conversation you had with him, I kind of had certain 
preconceived thoughts in my head of, of what the record would be. And it was, while yeah. it had some elements of that, like you said, like that those Queen-style songs, there was a, right. a lot of songs on there that I just didn't expect to be on there, and I really enjoyed them. It is, I did mm. find it, after I listened to it the first time, um, not that it's a bad thing, but it was a, a little just kind of confusing style-wise. Yeah. Like, yeah. as I was about halfway through, I was like, okay, I can't, you know, I don't really have a good grasp on what, what this album is trying to be, you know, right. like the songs that we said, those like kind of more dramatic or thematic or whatever ones are definitely yeah. kind of there, but the rest, um, yeah, were just different than I expected, but I, yeah, yeah I enjoyed you, it. I just felt, yeah, again, not, it's not a bad thing to, to kind of shift around like that. Maybe, and maybe those songs would have fit in more if the rest of the record not necessarily sounded like that, but was building that way, yeah. uh, you know, like more dramatic or whatever. Like I know in the interview, he compared it to like, you know, the likes of, you know, like uh, Black Parade by My right. Chemical Romance or American Idiot by Green Day, like more actual rock opera sort of things where it's like, oh yeah, you get into those bits and you, you, they kind of make a little bit of sense. But the fact that, you know, this... This album wasn't that. I think they just feel a little more out of place, especially mm -hmm. to have two of them. If it was like one towards the end of the album, like if, if Baby Blue, let's say, was at the end of the album and it was this big like building song that starts out quiet, okay, I can see that as a closer. It closes side one of the vinyl, mm -hmm. so like I, I, I get it in that position. But yeah, on, on the whole, it is kind of one of those things where I'm like, ah, I don't know if that was really, you know, overly necessary but all in all i do really actually still enjoy the album they don't make me they're not they're not songs where i'm like ah i'm not gonna listen to it because right of songs, yeah yeah right? well, i'll so, definitely go back again yeah. to it like there was yeah, enough yeah. on there to to intrigue me and interest me and some really catchy mm -hmm. songs and well-written songs and so yep. yeah yeah that was a good one so what el what what else were you listening to well back to that comment you made about or we were talking about good riddance and uh like yep. consistent or bands that change so another one was the new album by Wolves at the Gate, which is more of a kind of a oh, shoot, melodic yeah. kind of hard rock metalcore band. I've been following them for yeah. a number of years. I think this is their fourth full length. And uh, right. every time I listen to them, I'm just reminded of if Thrice had a stayed heavy, this is what they would sound like. And so it just totally. makes me happy. Like it's, it's heavy and melodic, but there's space and some atmospheric kind of riffs and singing and screaming and just has that kind of high yeah. energy kind of power that those earlier thrice albums had so i've gone back to that yeah. album a number of times and i've really enjoyed it I'm, it's funny because i'm actually looking at it right now on my phone um i uh i had it downloaded on the trip and meant to listen to it and oh, never actually bad. got around to listening to it so i do still intend to because like wolves at the gate are a band that i remember from uh, when I was first like starting to work in radio, I worked at a station that uh, played them uh, out of Winnipeg, and uh, so yeah, it was. They, they, I've, I've always kind of been. I didn't even know they were still going, but like I enjoyed their early stuff for sure. So I was, I was pretty intrigued to give it a listen, but I unfortunately forgot because there was just so much stuff I was listening to. But as soon as you say like if Thrice stayed stayed heavy, yeah. I'm like okay. You've, you've piqued my interest. <laughs> well, I listened to a podcast with the singer of that band, too, and so you said you, um, yeah. something about you hadn't heard much from them or whatever. So on their last album, he was saying that one of the... Actually, I think it was him, the singer. Um, him and his wife re found out that they were pregnant like right when the album was supposed to come out. 
So they basically mm-hmm. didn't tour at all off that album um, because he was just at home and wasn't going to leave, like, his young baby yeah. or whatever. So, hmm. like, he was definitely, like, bummed out about that. But, I mean, obviously that's how it goes. And so, <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. No, I do plan. I got to give that album a listen for sure. Uh, so, actually, something I was listening to quite a bit on this trip was something that you recommended to me, which was... Uh, an album by the band much the same which they've been around for a while by the looks of it the album's called everything is fine it's their latest but um when i look at their like their discography they have records from 2006 2003 so apparently also they took a break for a while which is which is crazy but um when i first listened to them yeah i said like it reminds me a lot of uh lag wagon without you know the whiny vocals or whatever however you want to describe the lag wagon vocals uh, they're they're unique, I would say, but um, it's fast, it's melodic, it's catchy, uh, but also I think like their melodies are kind of unique and creative. I know a couple times I was listening, I was like, oh, I didn't expect it to go there, yeah, you know, with what they're doing with the melody, which is pretty cool. So, um, yeah, but I do not remember them at all, and like that first record would have would have come out when I was still kind of like following you know punk rock pretty closely right yeah so, i mean granted that first album probably came out when i was transitioning more into following like the like post-hardcore sort mm-hmm. of stuff um, but whatever regardless this new record i think is pretty great I, i'm curious to know what you know like old time a long time much the same fans think about it like if it's like yeah it's great or if they're like oh they were so better before i don't know but well yeah uh, comments i saw um it was just on like the chorus.fm message board like people are really stoked on it like it's i listened to them you know back in the early 2000s and this is to me is way better which i always am a little apprehensive when bands take a long break and come back yeah like you know like a band like craig's brother like is it going to be how it used to or is it going to be completely shifted in style and so when that that first song came on i just right away was like oh awesome like I just it just makes me so yeah. happy when what I hope for comes to fruition, right? And, you know, instead <laughs> Which, of being disappointed. Speaking of Craig's brother, they uh, I think they they have a couple of new songs that are coming out that were recorded over the course of the like their EP recording. Oh, okay. Which have been released to like the people who backed it on uh, like Kickstarter or oh, however yeah. they did it. But then I think I also heard they're planning another album, but like a full length. Oh, really? So, Already? Yeah, wow. yeah. I'd be interested to see what that sounds like yeah. because that EP within the five songs or whatever that was released, it was kind of like some really good stuff and then some just really like, uh. Yeah, <laughs> So I'm interested to see. But what else did you have on your list from your summer vacation? So I've got uh, two more. So one, kind of a classic for me, a band called Oh Sleeper, a solid state oh, band. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. just awesome, heavy, um, awesome drumming sweet riffs and so again i'd listen <laughs> this is kind of a running theme of listening to a podcast with the singer um yeah. but i i find that so with oh sleeper i listened to it and it's like okay, this is cool and just didn't really stick left it and then the singer was on uh, the label podcast talking about it and going through each song and the meaning and stories of the songs and it just got me that much more intrigued to go back and listen and it was interesting how much more I appreciated and enjoyed the album the second time around when I kind of had some context for it. And so right. even since then, I've gone back to it again and have really enjoyed it. 
Was it O Sleeper that had a band member pass away? Uh, no, that, I think that was um, As Cities Burn. Was it? Or not As Cities Burn. Uh, I feel like it was O Sleeper. Maybe not O Sleeper, but anyway. Um, oh, speaking of As Cities Burn, though, they just released a uh, an audio tree session, oh. which I'd started to watch. I haven't finished it, but uh, my buddy recommended it to me, so I think it's probably pretty good. But, um, yeah, so... Th- did they did that they because they released I know they they dropped a single not too long ago so they the album is out now yeah yeah it came out in July oh right on yeah. okay sweet and so it's sweet. their guitar player and singer who joined Woven War and took over for um, you know the Azalea Dying singer when they started that new band so right so some right. familiarity I, in there um oh I was gonna say I think as I no is every time I die I believe one of their uh, one of their band members is a wrestler now. <laughs> oh, yeah, the guitar player, I think, that big guy. <laughs> yeah, that's right. With like the, I think he's bald with all the tattoos. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's so funny. Um, but actually, okay, so uh, a record that I listened to, this one kind of came out of nowhere. I was I was just literally going through my Apple Music. Uh, you know, they, they do like a new music sort of thing. Uh, so like every week you have this playlist that gets updated on music new music that they think you might be interested in. So I was just going through it, adding stuff. And this band, the album actually, I think, came out like in June maybe. So it's been out for a little bit. May 31st. Um, the band's called Stuck Out Here, and the album's called Until We're Each Someone Else, which I was so, like I put it on, not expecting anything. And I'm just like listening. I'm like, okay, yeah, it's kind of, you know, in the vein, a little bit of like uh, Gaslight Anthem sort of feel. And uh, so, you know, with like, it's definitely got some punk rock influence, but not necessarily full-on punk rock, even though I believe, if I double-check, yeah, their Apple Music straight-up lists them as punk, which is so mm. funny because then there's some bands, you're like, yeah, this is straight-up a punk band. It's hard rock. I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> never know what to expect. But um, as I was like listening through it, I was kind of like, oh, I kind of really dig, dig the lyrics on some of these songs because they're like telling stories and whatnot. And it was just kind of reminding me of some of my you know, like favorite songwriters and whatnot, just in their ability to tell a story in a song. And then as it's going through, they all of a sudden there's a get to this song and they're like referencing uh, like the Gardner Expressway. And I'm like, wait, are they in, like, are they from Toronto? And then as that song goes on, he uh, talks about dancing to the song Bob Cajun. I'm like, hey, that's the tragically hip. Huh. And then so yeah, sure enough, they're 100%. Uh, Canadian, and in that song, I think he actually says he moved to Toronto or whatever at some point. But anyway, I just love like how each one of the songs on that album—it's not like an, a story, as far as I can tell, over the entirety of the album. Maybe it is, but each song tells its own story lyrically, which is something that I kind of fully got into. I was like, "Yeah, this is awesome." And then, like, sound-wise, I was like, "I can get behind this." Like, it's you know not doing anything incredible, but it—it the sound just fits. I think the stories that they're telling and. Um, yeah, so that one kind of came out of nowhere and surprised me. Mm. I know I sent it to you and you were like, man, not really my thing. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah. yeah, sorry. You let me down. You let me down, Aaron. You I know, let me every down. time you send me something and I don't like it, it's like, oh, I don't want to tell them I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're allowed to tell me you don't like it. I know. I, I bet you I could find things where I'm like, he'll like this and then send it to you. Usually when I send you stuff, I'm like, I wonder if he'll like this, but, uh, I could pr- I could probably find things to send you and guarantee that you'll like it. Yeah, I'm weird like that. <laughs> One that you might not guess that that I enjoy is a band called mm-hmm. Tycho. 
They're, Tyco. Yeah, it's uh, they're an instrumental band for the most part. Uh, yeah, check okay. them out. They've got, I think this is their fourth full length. And yeah. it's just, I mean, I don't listen to a lot of instrumental music. And it's yeah. pretty, like, chill, laid back. But the new one mm. was was pretty catchy, and it's got some cool singing parts in it. And you should check it out. Mm. Some good kind of more chill, just background music or whatever. But I had a yeah. friend show me them a number of years ago, and for some reason I just kind of grabbed onto that and that's cool so that's cool. yeah they put a new out new one out uh, this summer too so i gave right that on. was a good one to listen to driving through the mountains you know when it's raining yeah. and i just i didn't want like screaming in my head but <laughs> I, I wanted something just to like settle me down so i wasn't yeah yeah yelling at the kids or whatever <laughs> that's that's awesome um was that so was that one of the other ones that you were going to say you were listening to yeah on your trip? yeah yeah was the other one. In, a, in a similar way when you know i wasn't wanting um screaming and stuff like that i'm trying to i'm trying to find it on my phone here but uh it was a little more on the mellow side that i really enjoyed um is the album the new album from have mercy Mm. uh which they're a band that i uh i've listened to a fair bit like of their older stuff i really can't find it on my phone right now for some reason which is annoying me because i wanted to look at the track list but um yeah i listened to them a fair bit some of their older albums and they're you know like a little more straight up just like you know if you wanted to give them a simple title just like emo or whatever but on this record i was listening to it and kind of laying there in bed i think i had it on headphones for the first time and then the song claire came on and i was just like what is this it just it's so smooth and just has like i don't know just the absolutely love it so i don't know how many times i listened to that record every time i got in the van uh, on this road trip, I'd put it on to, to the point where, like, yeah, to the point where, like, my my wife was like asking to put it on, and like specifically that song Claire. Uh, the whole album I really like. It flows. There are some like songs that are maybe a little more upbeat or a little, a um, little more energy, but for the most part, it all kind of like moves pretty, pretty nicely and stays fairly mellow. But I was, yeah kind of surprised again by that one because their other stuff I thought was more standard fare and then I put this one on I'm sure they I'm sure it's one of those albums where they lost fans over it maybe because they're like oh they got too mellow Uh, or whatever right was it more upbeat um, in the yeah I mean like it was just it was just more like driving I guess you could say more distorted guitars not like not necessarily like screaming or fast or anything like that but just like um yeah, just a little, little more edge to it. So it's not a huge departure by any means. But, uh, you know, it was... I, I still, like, put it on. I'm like, oh. Especially, like, that song, I think, will forever stick with me. The rest of the record is really good, too. But, like, that, that every time that song would end, I'd be like, okay, I kind of want to listen to that yeah. song again. <laughs> I'll have to go back and listen to the song. That was another one of those albums that I skipped through and was like, yeah, this one's not going to be for me. Yeah, well, like like I said, I when I sent that one to you for sure, I was like, I don't know if he'll like this one because it's it's definitely a lot more mellow, um, but still, it was uh, it was really good. Did you listen to? I know this is not to just like jump around so much, but you had mentioned uh, this particular album, um, so I'm wondering. You were saying you wanted to check it out, so I'm wondering if you ever got the chance to check out the new album from Baggage. Yes, and uh, it also wasn't really what I was expecting. <laughs> I didn't really know. See, I had I had heard maybe again. It was on a podcast or something, talking right. about it. And I mean, I loved the Swellers, so I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah. I want to go back and check that out." And then yeah. it was just kind of like, "Oh, this isn't." Really, I actually, I 
really liked it. And I was like, again, um, kind of surprised because I hadn't heard of it. But what it really reminded me of was uh, the Weaker Thans. I don't uh, know if you're ever a Weaker Thans no, fan. No, we listened to them lots uh, on tour because the rest of the band yeah. liked it, but I never really got into them. <laughs> yeah, well, and so like not on the same level necessarily, but like John K. Sampson from the Weaker Thans. Um, like lyrically is one of my favorite songwriters and I don't then and that's the difference here is I don't think it ever gets there lyrically for me but sonically it has a very similar vibe to weaker thans for mm. me and um, so I actually really enjoyed it in that sense but um, yeah no it was it was a good uh, good amount of music for the road trip because typically I listen to a lot of podcasts when I'm driving yeah me too but I had enough like new music and enough music that was entertaining and interesting me on this trip that I just like like on the way home I didn't listen to a single podcast I just drove oh. 12 13 hours with music so uh there was a yeah it was kind of there was another one too another like midwest emo band um this just got like words on the front oh me. that I sent you yeah what yeah signals one? midwest ah yeah that's the one yeah maybe they're not a midwest um, band maybe they just have the name in the title they just have the, <laughs> yeah I wonder where they're from they literally have midwest in their name I wonder um I enjoyed that one too. Uh, the only downside is like it being like EPs. I'm always like, oh, I just want more. Yeah. But that one actually, I actually thought that one was pretty good too, especially the first couple songs on it. Um, I listened to it a few times for sure. I actually went back and listened to something that's years old now that I never really given a listen to. But were you ever into the band Chunk? No Captain Chunk? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I've... So like, I I like I I listened to like. Um, a couple of their songs and you know like a couple of their like earlier stuff but I went and I added like I don't know if it's their last album I don't know if they've officially broken up or what but it's been a while they're on hiatus uh, they, yeah so get lost find yourself yeah I uh, put on my phone and I actually it's a good especially album. the song yeah especially the song worst case scenario is like oh yeah but I mean everyone knows in friends we trust that was like the main um, chunk no captain chunk song that's yeah. like the hey dudes are you ready to which yeah. is like <laughs> it's always so funny but um yeah no i had never really outside of you know a couple songs given them a listen i put that put that album on i was actually wearing a goonies t-shirt with chunk oh, on nice. it and so it like jogged my memory it was like oh yeah should i feel like listening to some some easy core yeah <laughs> so I was yeah, like, that's one of the went, best to go to yeah i went with that put it on and i was like this is, yeah this is this is fun and that song yeah worst case scenario i was like instantly stuck in your head yeah it's so catchy but um yeah so it was it was a summer vacation with a lot of a lot of good music uh that's that's for sure yeah yeah i love i know i miss i miss having those opportunities where i i think that almost every day like i wish i just had like two hours to just sit and listen to music and you know, not yeah. feel pressure to listen to, you know, something I really want. Because I, so I took on the trip, I took my old iPod Classic too. Oh, and nice. I just love like scrolling through that and be like, oh, I forgot yeah. about this band and putting album yeah. that on or whatever. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it was, it, it is nice to just be able to kind of listen to music and, and just have like time to do that. Because, yeah, on the day to day, like, I mean, I'll get spurts here and there to put music on and listen to it but that's what that's what road trips are are real good for oh i know what i was gonna say too is one album that i just could not no matter how many times i tried to get through is the new sum 41 album ah uh, yes that... i could not get through it like the... i tried multiple times 
Yeah, there's some good songs on there, but there was a lot on there that... And the last two of their albums, I've kind of fallen off, like... Right. I don't really know what you'd call the direction they take. Like, it's still, like, somewhat punk, but I don't know. They've always, like, infused metal in there, right? Well, and I like, don't even mind... Even from... Yeah. Like the but, like, it's, it's like hair metal. <laughs> yeah. Which, I mean, I, I can handle that. It wasn't those parts, necessarily. It was more the... Well, they just kind of go a bit more just on the rock side of things. Right. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, I mean, they got such talented players in that band, and I just felt like on lots of songs, it's like, this is pretty, like, lackluster. Like, they could be doing yeah, something a lot just, cooler right now. And, and that was the thing, is I just felt, like, bored on on most of it, like, as I try to kind of get through it. But, I mean, what what can you do? Like, it is, it is what it is, right? So, um, but, I mean, good for them. They're still going. They've been going forever. Uh, and so, yeah. I did actually to kind of we, we came home at a specific time because um, I had tickets to go see the Appleseed oh, cast, yeah. which was so good. Like I'd waited forever to see them. Like I mean, I'd been a fan of the band since the early two thousands. Never had a chance to to see them. Never. I, I they were just a band where I assumed I wouldn't get a chance to mm. see them. So the fact that they finally came through um, and actually went, and it was like a small show. There was like maybe a hundred people there. Oh, wow. Like the venue it was in, the venue it was in was pretty packed. But um, yeah, so it was, and we, me and a buddy who went with me, we went to grab some food beforehand. So we just went to a like a pub that's below the venue. And this guy comes down and he knows my buddy, and he's like, "Oh, hey, you want to come check out, you know, some sound check?" Because he was working there or whatever. So we like went up and watched a little bit of their sound check and whatnot. It was kind of fun. And this guy, this guy also brews kombucha, so he just kept bringing us free drinks. Nice. <laughs> so it's like we're in the middle of the show. He's like, "You want some kombucha? I'll go get you some more kombucha." And we're like, <laughs> "I don't know if that's all the right. kind of free drink I want, but <laughs> well, they were fine though. They tasted all right. But it was just funny because like everyone's standing around, you know, like with their their venue bought drinks, and then there's just these random like stubby bottles of kombucha all over the yeah. place. So we're just like, eh, whatever." So it was kind of funny, what a, but what a yeah, random yeah. band to come around at this time! Like, well, that's that's what I think surprised me. Like, they did just release a new record, which I, I think is their best record in, oh, I don't know, well over t- like well over a decade for sure. Like, I'd say it's their best record since uh, Peregrine, probably, which I think was two thousand and six. Mm. Um, so, yeah, that, granted, they had like I think six years off between this record and their last one, so. Um, there's there's a chunk of time in there where they weren't releasing new music, but yeah, they were they were so good live, and just like the mix was fantastic, uh, which was good because like the first couple bands, the mix was really not mm. that good, <laughs> so it was really nice when they came on and it was just like oh awesome. I can hear everything, yeah, um, so yeah, and then super pumped because I know we both got some some shows coming up that we're going to yeah, um, like I got. Are you going to see the Interrupters? Oh, Are they man, coming? I can't wait. Yeah. And then you also, you still have Descendants tickets, right? Yeah. That's yeah, for in October. Man. And then now in November, uh, Offspring and Sum 41. Oh, yeah. So pretty and stoked just, on that. I just bought uh, my tickets for Seaway and Youth Fountain. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That too. Is there? Yeah. yeah. And then I'm trying to convince, I mean, I'm currently trying to convince my wife that uh, we should go to Vancouver at the end of November, beginning of December, because Turnover is playing. Oh, nice. I don't know if you, I don't know if you've heard them or not, but their like their album Peripheral Vision is there's a few albums where I can pinpoint and say, oh, they actually changed something in my life. Specifically, say like how I play guitar, right? Oh. So like the Appleseed Cast, two conversations changed how I play guitar, and then 
peripheral vision by turnover did it again wow. <laughs> so i'm like oh i would love to go see them so um i'm hoping i'm like hey do we want to you want to go to Vancouver like <laughs> for my birthday, like a week or so after my birthday? She's like, oh, we'll talk about it tonight. So I'm pretty sure I can convince her. Really There's cheap flights there and stuff, right? So yeah. we'll see. But so that would be, I'd be super stoked for that. Um, in fact, I bought Peripheral Vision on vinyl in Vancouver. So oh, there you <laughs> it'd, go. Be very, it'd be very fitting. It's, it's full to, circle. It's meant to be. Yeah. It's meant to be. Anyway, though, unless unless you got any more exciting news you want to share, I made two mix CDs today. Oh, Boom! So good. Living the dream. Where do you man. listen to them? In my van. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So do you not use like your phone in the van or anything like that? Just CDs. Uh, well, I just got an aux cord that finally works again. But then I got to yeah. take my case off my phone and and I just like I've got oh, yeah. like probably fifty mix CDs or CDs I've burned in there, and I just awesome. always keep them in there and. And so, yeah. I mean, I've been making mixed CDs since I was a teenager. And I still love sure, it. Like, yeah. I love going through yeah. my iTunes and picking everything from the last, you know, however many months and yeah, yeah. my That's favorite awesome. songs. And so it's sweet. I miss listening to CDs in my car. I still could, but um, there was a time where, like, I just had vehicles that didn't have you know bluetooth or you know oh, aux yeah. inputs or whatever so it was just cd so that's when i go thrifting right and yeah you're like oh i want to try and find all these things and you put them in um but uh, i haven't gone thrifting for cds in so long because i finally got a car that i can just use my phone and i'm like ah, i'll just download whatever i want on my phone so i do kind of miss that a little bit yeah but i also feel like i'm like do i really need to spend a couple bucks because i'd never buy you know like just one cd thrifting would always turn into like five or six cds yeah. right and so it's like, well, I don't really need these. If I really want to listen to them, I can just download them on my phone. Yeah, but, I love the CD because so. you can just put it in and you don't have to worry about like touching the phone screen or fidgeting around right. with your phone or whatever. You just put it in, yeah, yeah. press the well, buttons. Then, like, it's just easy to manage. And and then once it's done, it just starts over again. Yeah. Right? yeah no, like one of my favorite things to listen to on like in a car on CD. Actually, this is probably such a random thing to discuss but is the album Transatlanticism by Death Cab for Cutie mm. because it starts with like this sort of ambient sound. I don't know what it is, but the end of the album ends the same way. So it just like loops into it. In fact, you can go on YouTube and someone has like looped the album. So it plays all the way through and then without stopping starts again because there's yeah. this like sound that carries through. Yeah, that's so it's cool. like, oh, that's pretty sweet. Yeah. Yeah. So, but anyway, I think we're going to wrap it up there. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll, some housekeeping stuff that we didn't do at the beginning, we'll do now. Uh, <laughs> you've been listening to Growing Up Punk. Uh, you can find us, you know, wherever you find podcasts. Uh, make sure you subscribe, you rate, you review, all that kind of stuff. You can also follow us on social media. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at David Growing Up. Where are you? I am in Regina. Come and visit me. That's the best <laughs> uh, best place. To, yeah, come 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 visit Aaron in Regina. I'll give you my uh, address, but, but I won't approve you on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. No, I yeah. If if you send me a friend request, uh, Aaron grew up punk, and you look legit, then I will add you. <laughs> you look legit. Look, I passed the test, and I've got a mustache, so it's all right. <laughs> I think I think he sets the bar pretty low. Um, and then you could also find the show on Twitter and on Instagram uh, at Growing Punk Pod. Actually, that's incorrect. I believe Twitter is at Growing Punk Pod because someone stole Growing Up Punk, and they don't tweet anything. It's the I think they have like one tweet like four years ago. It's so annoying. And then uh, 
on Instagram. It's at Growing Up Punk. So I'm sure I just confused you. Just Google just, it. You'll <laughs> find us. Just Google That's what I'm going to say from now on. Yeah. If you want to find the podcast anywhere, just Google it. <laughs> so anyway, that will do it. So bye-bye. Oh